Welcome to the Be Brave podcast, where ordinary, badass, brave women speak their stories of courage and strength. We hope that by hearing the struggles and successes of women just like you, it will help you be brave. Please note that the Be Brave podcast does cover adult topics that include overcoming adversity in areas of sexual abuse, addiction, depression, and other difficult experiences. Welcome to the Be Brave podcast. This is our first episode where we want to tell you a little bit about ourselves. So I will introduce myself first. I am Kara Brooke. I am 51 years old. No, I'm 50. I can't believe I just said I was 50, (laughs) 51. I know you always make yourself a year older. (laughs) I'm always so impressed by that. (laughs) 50 years old, still 50. And I'm a professional organizer and productivity coach. And my partner is... Patty Durrell. I am 55 years old. I will not make myself one year older. (laughs) (laughs) I am a licensed physical therapist assistant. I currently um, own a one-on-one personal training facility called Rock Solid Fitness in Dunedin, Florida, where we uh, change people's lives through strength training and empowering and challenging them to be their best. And you do. All right. So Patty and I have known each other, I would say about a year and a half now. We met in Dunedin, Florida. We are both originally from Connecticut, but we we met in Dunedin, Florida, and we met at a networking group. We were both networking for our businesses. And through getting to know each other, we found that we have the, have the same pull to empower women in the work that we do. Yeah, it was really fun meeting you, Kara. Like, Another person from Connecticut connected us and we were like, oh my God, we're from like a neighboring towns. And then I realized that I knew your cousin, Dominique, and we went to school together. I can like remember dancing, you know, working at the car wash that's dating me too <laughs> in her bedroom. So it was super fun to meet you. And boy, we do like we hit it off and we learned that we had a passion to inspire others and help them live their best life. Um, and we started to collaborate and we just the pull towards women and and the things that we go through when we're trying to own a business, run a household, have a family, the pressures that society and we put on ourselves really bonded us and really made us feel like, man, we, you know, we've been through so much work ourselves with our personal and professional lives that we just wanted to help other women, especially kind of overcome some of the challenges they had in their life. So we just couldn't help but work on this kind of stuff for the last you know, since we've known each other and how can we get out there and help women and help people like just live their best life through empowering and challenging them. So, yeah. So empowering people to live their best lives is not always, well, it's not always easy to be empowered to live your best life. So I guess what we found is we've had similarities in our lives when we were younger and even still things that we deal with a lot of things that other women also struggle with feelings of not being enough, living our lives to try and be perfect, or the way we think other people want us to be, so pleasing others so that they'll like us, 
battling with some clinical depression. We were both bullied as kids. So we had that in common. Having lots of voices in our heads telling us false stories of fear, like we're not good enough um, and we never will be. We're not worthy. I'm not lovable. There's definitely something wrong with me because I'm not like the other people that I'm around or I'm not worthy of and insert any quality that you would love to have or anything that you would love, like love or... And uh, as one of our brave friends quoted, it's an itty bitty shitty committee that lives right inside our own head. Oh my God, that's so true. I like love that phrase. You know, Tony Robbins calls uh, this stinking thinking, you know, and it gives our itty bitty shitty committee a louder voice that we must try harder or figure out what people want us to be so that we're liked and we're, we're loved and we're enough or who they want us to be just so that we would be loved and accepted. And, and that's a lot of pressure. You know, we interpret that me, to mean that we need to try harder to be perfect, right? And, you know, I don't know. I know, Kara, you and I have both talked about perfection a lot and it, it doesn't exist. And, ha- you know, how has uh, trying to be perfect worked out for you, Kara? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you include several years of therapy, I mean, that's how well it's worked for me. And you know what? It's interesting because logically, I still know that perfection doesn't exist. I don't know, but I still will try and hit the mark sometimes. I have to stop myself. Yeah. I still like feel like I have my advisory board of mental health practitioners. Like, yeah, I mean, you and I have been through so much adversity and realized that some of the hardest and lowest moments of our life were so similar and that when we learned that so many people and, you know, I'm just going to keep saying in particular women live their life for everyone else, trying to please others and not ever paying attention to our own feelings. Like most women are putting everyone else's joy, happiness, feelings, everyone else's a priority above themselves and, you know, not prioritizing yourself and making sure that you have a happy life is not what we should be doing. And I know that that was our story. You know, Kara, I remember hearing you at one of our or one of your speaking engagements and you were talking to a young man, you engaged this young man in the audience. He he was participating, but he, he kind of came across as not happy and kind of negative. And you did a really interesting exercise with him. I, do you remember it was like you, you talked to him about having a choice, not that he had to do things in his life, but he actually had a choice. So you turned it into like instead of a have to, it was a choose to. Can, do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, I do. So um, I was, I was, he was saying, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And some of it was work related and, and responsibilities that he had committed to. And I said, you know, change that around that the vocabulary or the way you say it, instead of, I have to say, I choose to, because everything really is a choice. And he's like, well, no, you don't understand. I have to. And I said, no, you choose to do this. Even if, if you chose to do it at one point, you chose to commit to it at some point. Now, you don't have to cho- choose to do that tomorrow, but you um, there are going to be consequences, of course. I mean, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But if, if you're changing, the, the point is, if you're changing the vocabulary that you're using or the way you say it, now you will realize, and oh, oh, I'm choosing to do this. So you can say, you know what? I don't want to choose this anymore. So 
this kind of parlays into the way we think and that itty bitty shitty committee. And you could choose to listen to it or choose not to, or what you think about yourself. He was like, they'll come in at you, Kara, with like, you know, things that he, he would puff out his chest. Like he, he said, well, I have to work, you know, kind of puff out his chest. Like, you know, and you would be like, do you really have to, or are you choosing to, you know, it was so interesting because he was like, well, I have bills. I have to pay my student loans. And you're like, well, well, you know, what would happen if you didn't pay your student loans? And you just kind of like, it was so evident to me that you were talking about that. And then, yeah, how you were just saying how it relates to, you know, life, all of life. So we love to, the, the have to, have to, have to is putting it on somebody else. It's like you're beholden to someone else and, and they're responsible for who you are and how you feel. Take back the ownership. So if I say I, if I say for everything that I'm doing, I'm choosing to do this. Now I'm in control and I'm taking that back. So the same is true with how I feel. I'm choosing to feel a certain way. Yes, this bad thing happened or this uncomfortable situation is here, but I can choose the way I'm going to react and feel about it. So we love to, it's, it's so much easier to blame others for the way we feel or things that happen, but it's, it's just it in the long run, if we realize we have control over that, we can make things so much better. So we're the ones responsible, even though she might be mad at me or he frustrates me, I can change the way I think about that. And, and, and really, if she's mad at me, that's really her issue, isn't it? It's not my issue. I mean, I may have done something to cause that and I can apologize. She may or may not accept that, but blaming others for feelings and circumstances is just a way to keep yourself in the negative. So my counselor drilled it into my head that when we create what we create, we tolerate. Oh my God. I, I mean, you know, my advisory board, my mental health advisory board tells me that all the time. <laughs> I mean, and we've all heard the saying, like, we are what we think, right? Yes. You know, change your thoughts, change your, your life kind of thing. And and it's true, right, Kara? I mean, we, you and I talk about that all the time. It's a struggle. Like when we're not happy or we're frustrated or we're whatever, like you were just saying about blaming other people, you know, she frustrates me or whatever. It's really, I'm frustrated. It's my reaction. So it's what I'm putting in my head. So when we really think about, you know, this, like where we are as people, where you are listeners in your life, well, you know, are you happy or are you not happy? How do you feel? It is a choice and that is a harsh reality. So our hope with this podcast is to help our listeners, which, you know, we know will be probably the majority of other women, because we're going to be concentrating on interviewing women, see that even though there are always going to be tough times of struggle, that we always have a choice on how much and how long we're going to tolerate being in what Tony Robbins calls either a suffering state or a negative state or a beautiful state or a happy state. I love that because it's, I love because I can picture suffering and I can picture beautiful and I prefer the beautiful. <laughs> right. Our Be Brave podcast, we want it to be a place where we're going to share stories of other women's bra bravery and we'll sprinkle in some of our own as well. We want to empower you the listener and other listeners to be brave and ultimately fill your life and head with joy and silence that itty bitty shitty committee. 
Yes, I want to quiet that bitch forever. I hate my itty bitty shitty committee. So we hope that you can come along with us on this journey. And um, we're going to be interviewing some really brave women who overcame some of the hardest things that life has to offer. We know that you're going to relate to some of these stories and that their stories are going to change your view and empower you to move forward. Be Brave podcast is coming to you. Awesome. See you soon. Oh, see you.